0: Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest joining us from South Africa is Lene Pugetje. Uh Lene is a communications specialist and creativity consultant. She has been working in the field of corporate communications for more than 24 years. And for the past 10 years, Lean has become particularly interested in creativity and how people can increase their creative intelligence. She is an entrepreneur, author, color therapist, and award-winning editor and trainer. Lynn Poggeter Creative Consultancy guides corporate employees in how to increase their creative intelligence so that they can thrive in the fourth industrial revolution. The Corporate Creativity Masterclass is the only one of its kind in the world. For more information, you can visit Lynn's website, which is, excuse me, Lean's website, which is L-I-E-N-P-O-T-G-I-E-T-E-R dot co dot z-A. And since my uh, Dutch pronunciation isn't very good, Liam, welcome to the show. Would you mind for the the listeners kind of just tell us the proper pronunciation of your last name?
1: Thank you so much, Robert, and it's lovely to be here. Um, Yes, it's Potter. So it's a combination of German and Dutch. And in in English, if you translate it, it means Potter. So like Harry Potter. (laughs) Okay,
0: great, good. That should be easier to remember then. So, okay, let's, I, You know, I'm really interested in creativity, and you know, and um, I, I, you've really you've done a lot of work in creativity, and you've got some wonderful ideas on building blocks and different types. But let's first start with um, the idea of of creativity. When when was your interest in this particular subject? What what sparked your interest in the subject?
1: Um, Robert, I have to say that um, I get bored easily. I think that's my first the first thing. So I got a little bit bored with my job, and I always look for something new and something different. And um, my color therapy business wasn't doing too great, and I decided to see. You know, how can I change it in a different way, in a way that people can understand what I'm actually doing or what I'm doing? And that sort of brought me to the concept of creativity. And I just started researching and studying and basically started creating after I discovered this wonderful world of creativity.
0: So would you say that you were creative in your youth?
1: That's a very good question. I've never ever considered myself as a being creative. Um, and I think that sparked my interest because for the longest time I've always admired and felt a little bit envious of creative people. And I, I, I sort of observed creativity and I could see that, wow, this is amazing what you, how you're cooking your food or how you decorate your home, even the clothes that you wear and the, uh, the writers and sculptors and painters. And, and um, I think what awakens me to this fact is that I could see creativity, but I, I've never really practiced it myself in the, in, the, in the traditional sense of the word. I, I mean, if you should see my, my six figures. It's like, you know, <laughs> there's, there's not a, a creativity <laughs> on my head, basically. <laughs> but then I read this quote that if you see something in someone else, if you recognize a quality in someone else, you have it too. Otherwise, you won't be able to see that or recognize that. And that set me on the path. And I said, well, if I can see creativity in, uh, around me and in people around me, I must be creative in some way. Maybe not in the traditional sense of the word of making things with my hands or maybe writing beautifully or, or you know, things like that, the way we see creativity. Uh, I think there's a huge misconception about it and then we actually link or associate creativity with artistry. Um, and I'm thinking not that. But I discovered that I can come up with great ideas. And then I, I, I also discovered in my research that that's a kind of creativity, a type of creativity.
0: Yeah, the, the, you know, that's the one thing I think most people will um, get hooked. Huck- hung up on is, is that idea of what, quote, what traditional or what, you know, uh, from the artistic realm, you know, of creativity. And, um, and, you know, I, I do good stick figures too, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but, but I find, find it, you know, in different ways. Um, But so, you know, that's the one thing I think that, um, you know, people can start by looking at a, a bigger definition of what creativity
1: is. Absolutely. And I think if you start there, a whole new world will open up for you. So first part is that um, definition of creativity and maybe create your own definition of creativity. And then you'll also see that creativity starts with awareness, and that is self-awareness and awareness of what's going on around you, and observation skills. You know, I think that is something that we miss. And we live in such a fast-paced world, although the pandemic has slowed us down quite a lot. And I think we can actually use this time to observe, to to stop and stare and just for a moment be quiet and just look around us and see if we can identify. And I think it's also about beauty. You know, if we can find simple beauty in, in everyday things and in the earth and in plants and in animals, that already is already also another step to becoming more creative.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very important. Awareness and observation are are really key. So um, one of the things you know, and you kind of mentioned you know during this particular time, you know, um, you know we've had we had a a year of of um, upset, you know, in in, mm. in what what norms are. Um, so. What would you say with now with this new work look? Um, what, how how does creativity play into the new the new paradigm?
1: I think there is definitely um, a creative adaptability that needs to happen. In other words, we have to adapt creatively to our new circumstances, our physical circumstances as well. If you don't, are you're not going into the office any, anymore. You work from home. So there's something that we need to change or adapt to. Also, the new way or the creative way of now connecting with my colleagues and my boss and my manager and, and everyone. So we have to um, – and also how we think about this new world. And, and I think the most important thing is actually to say that, you know what, something has changed. We cannot go back to what we call the norm or normal. We have to like, – to right. adapt creatively to what is happening in the world right now. And that means I can change my behavior, Behavior, I can change my emotions, I can change my thoughts and beliefs, and to adapt to a new situation. And that's probably going to be more effective and have more positive outcomes.
0: Yeah, yeah, adaptability and flexibility. <laughs> you
1: know, really yes, important you know, during this
0: time. Yeah, so now in in the introduction, I mentioned you know your interest in creative intelligence. Um, tell us a, a little bit um about that. I mean, is it uh, related to emotional or or even i q intelligence?
1: Um, you know what it is It's actually sort of in a way encompasses all these all these elements of being a human, you know the physical, the physical body but also the emotion, how we think, how we believe, and how we see the bigger picture. So creative intelligence is, in short, a mindset. It's how we think. And then that thought, creates um, an emotion. And hopefully that's a positive emotion. And that emotion then will affect how you behave and how you act and how you react. So creative intelligence is a mindset, first of all. So whether you believe you are creative or not, that is true. So it first first starts then again with, do I believe I I am creative? And from then, you can build it. So yes, we are all creative. We are born creative. Um, Children are extremely creative, but I think the education system gets that out of us very well. It does a very good job of making us less and less and less creative. And I'm I'm talking again, about physical creativity, emotional, mental creativity, we just don't ask questions anymore because we get too fed with information and we basically believe everything we are told and what we read. There's no sense of critical or creative thinking behind Behind, but is this true or is this true for me? So creative intelligence, as I say, is a mindset and we start again with that awareness of what real creativity means and what it means to you and how you are creative. And then also the other thing about creative intelligence is that yes I can think of all these wonderful ideas, but how do I implement them or how do I take action on my my creative ideas? Because it's very important that's part of creativity as well.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I I agree that um you know, I mean, children. When it comes to creativity, are you know the the most wonderful role models for that. And and you know, and, and I I have seen the you know the socialization process, schooling process, really put a damper on on creativity. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's it's really important now. You know, with creative intelligence being a mindset, um, you know, is it one of these cases that if we wanted to quote increase our creative intelligence then what we do is we're going to have to um, shift that mindset to recognizing that first of all we are creative and and maybe even um, uh, identifying ways that we never thought before that we're creative but are in other words like kind of reinforcing the fact that we are creative
1: Yes, I think it really forces that because of the, first of all, because of the wrong idea of what it means to be creative, but it's not only artistic. And then secondly, I think we don't even realize that we have this creative power, we have this ability to create or co-create with life and with the universe. And what that means is I am... I am used to responding in a in a specific way on an emotional level, for example. I, I am I used to I am I get angry when I'm in conflict or I avoid conflict. Maybe that's a good example. I avoid conflict, not to hurt people's feelings or not to off the boat or not to, you know, just to keep everything and everybody happy. But the new way of seeing it and that would be better for my my own peace and so my own growth and evolution as a person would be to um, upskill my communication skills, to get better at communicating how I really feel without getting too emotional about it or without trying to convince the other, people or the other person that I am right. So instead of avoiding conflict, I now creatively adapt to the conflict situation where I speak my kids in a common, peaceful manner and we are all happy. I'm not trying to convince anyone. I'm just saying how I really feel. So that's a good example of you uh, evolving as a human being or creatively adapting to a situation so that there's, there's a better or more positive um, outcome. And that thing also forms part of the creative intelligence because to me, creative intelligence sort of is almost like an umbrella term that 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 includes IQ and EQ and um, you know, the emotional intelligence part as well, where I become this whole human being.
0: Yeah. yeah I can I can understand um, I can understand that. Now one of the um, aspects, you know, in addition to uh, talking about, you know, the the different ways we can express creativity. Um, you've identified seven creative types. You know, types people types of creativity. Can mm. can we go through mm. those so that so that the listeners can maybe get a sense of where what type of creativity what type of creative they are?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm on the website I actually also have a quiz where you can if you're not sure you can, you can discover what your, your creative type or your kind of creativity. So the first one is the adventurer. This is the person that just, if, if, if someone asks a question, you, your hand picks up first, you're always ready for a challenge. Um, they're usually um, very athletic as well, so they're the athletes of this world. So they're very much a physical kind of creativity. They're, 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 and they can be very creative with their body. And then they make things, and they do things, and they are always ready for a challenge. So not all people are like that. You know, some people like to dream and think about things and, and you know, uh, philosophize about things, and they don't take action. But this first kind of creative adventure, they will, ju- they will take action. The downside of them is that sometimes they, they act before they think. They just, you know, they're doing impatient mm. and, and they're frustrated easily. They just want to get things done. So that's the first type. Then the second type um, is the the social butterfly, and in, not in a negative way, in a very positive way. These people go out, they network, they talk to people, they just get people, and love to be around people. And they're usually like the the you know the the, the party person. <laughs> you know, everybody sort of <laughs> gravitates towards them and they get people who to know from them and learn from them, and almost like be like them. So they're like very emotionally intelligent. So they definitely be the emotional intelligent kind of creative. So they, they, can, they see people, and they talk to people, and they network. So they are the networkers and the marketers and maybe the salespeople of, of this world. But then also the emotional intelligence part comes through. They can also be very, very good counselors. Because they see people. And they have a lot of empathy for people Mm -hmm. and understanding. And then the third one is what I call the innovative um, creative. They have these brilliant ideas. Whether they're practical or not, they are the idea and minute type of creative. So um, they they dream up amazing things. You're like, what? Where does this come from? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But with them they don't always implement. They don't always implement, and they tend to, um, and, and, and when they're over-analytical, you know, they, they pull that idea apart completely, and then and that's also sort of a hindrance or a stumbling block for them. And then the fourth um, creative is the embracing creative. They are these kind, gentle, generous people and they are very good also with people, but also with animals and plants. They have the green fingers or the green thumb. So they are just very kind, very generous. And, um, but on the other side, people seem to want to take advantage of them. So they must work on their boundaries and stuff. But we need people like that. We need that empathy, especially now. And that's also one of the characteristics of a creative leader is empathy. Um, and. So we, we actually need that we, we need those people. Um, then the first kind is the expressive kind. So whether they speak, they write, um, they they write poems, um, or they mediate. They're very very good mediators. And um, those are the expressive creators. So they're good with words. Whether it's talking to large groups of people, whether it's like a one on one type of setup, whether it's um, writing, they're also very good listeners. So those are the expressive creatives. These are the trend spots. And they just, they are amazing to connect the dots. And one of the guys, uh, Steve Jobs, um, he said the mission of creativity is it is just about connecting the dots. For me, it's a little bit, it's not really true for me. But the strength can connect those dots, like seemingly unrelated things. They can just see the link and the association behind them. Um, and then the last one is the visionary. These people just see the bigger picture. They're not so much into the details or how this is going to happen or who's gonna make it happen. They just have this vision or this goal and they can see that it is real and true, but then they need maybe a red person or a, a yeah, the adventurer or even that. They actually need all the other types to make this dream a reality. So those are the seven types of creatives.
0: Yeah. Now, with with the the different types, um, do we have um, do we have like a, a combination? Or do we have like a primary style or type, um, and then maybe you know traces of others?
1: Yes, definitely. And we do have a primary style or type. And then we do have some of those other elements as well, um, but you can also develop those things. I'm not someone who, de- who believes that you can. You must focus too much on your weaknesses, and um, you must really focus on what you're good at and do that and put all of your energy into that. But sometimes you are forced to become like if you're the vision visionary and you're an entrepreneur and it's only you, <laughs> you need to also mm-hmm. make an impact right. on a very physical level. <laughs> So yes, we can we can we can really increase or improve those other areas as well, but we are that one thing, and 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 yeah, you know, we need to focus on that one thing. But as I say, sometimes you are forced to then also learn the other things.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I, and you know that the the idea that um, I think, like most um, traits or skills. That, you know, there is, there's an upside and a downside, you know, to, to each of them. And, and, uh, it's, I think it's important then maybe to, to recognize, to recognize that downside and not, not to, um, allow it to, uh, detract from our creativity.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think that is one thing that one stumbling block that we think maybe I can't do this or I can't do this. Um, and then we stop our own creativity and then we, we don't explore that strength or that gift or that talent and skill that we have because we think, oh my goodness, no, I will never. And, and that happens a lot, of This example, the visionary. It's like, I have this dream, I can see it, I know it's a good thing. But then the fact that you can't implement it or maybe you don't have the marketing skills like the, the, the social butterfly type of skill, then that stops you. And I think um, that, that's very sad because the one thing that we have to do in this life is to express our creativity. It's a thing, you don't want to die with your song still inside of you. And no matter what it is, no matter where you fit in or you don't even fit in, it doesn't matter. You just have to, in a way, find that one thing that you get at and do it. And just do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, that's um, the one thing that I, I found is that I mean, uh, 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 creativity. When when you express your creativity, to me, it's it's like uh, it's like expressing your soul. You know, in, in a Absolutely. sense that it's it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an outward demonstration. You know, uh, of that. And and you know, in, in today's world, sometimes um, it gets you know even beyond the children and socialization, even, you know, in, in adulthood, um, so many times our creativity can be beaten down that it's, um, that we lose sense of it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it can either be like we are critical of ourselves and we think maybe we're not good enough or it must be perfect with whatever that inner voice is telling you, or it could also be other people. And, and and also the fear of judgment. What will people think of me when I now come up with this idea, or when I paint um, my the walls in my house red? I and mean, What will people say? <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's it's uh-huh. really true because I because I love color so much. I, um, it's really like people. I even my friends. But we can't paint it that color. It's just because it's grey. Because either it's in fashion or it's a safe color. Or this or that. Or lots of people say. Because I get a lot of that because I live in a very colorful house. And then people will like, oh, my goodness. I, they feel either uncomfortable <laughs> or something. But, <laughs> you know, even if it's in your cooking or the way you dress or your hairstyle or um, the way you express yourself or the way you speak, the words that you use, do it. You know, express that creativity.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, you know, judgment... Um Self-judgment and judgment from others, you know, can really be, can really be a damper. Um, and and sometimes it's, it's important to, uh, you know, because when I think of, you know, that the, um, innovator, you know, the, the visionaries or even, even the innovator type, you know, there, um, there have been so many examples in history where great inventions came after many many failures you know and um yes. but but the but the creator didn't let that the failure deter them
1: absolutely and that's a very good point that fear of failure is huge um, um and yes it can have financial implications and maybe you've been uh, if you've been through a few of those i always feel like i have to say so uh, uh you know school fees are really making me very <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of being told for so-called mistakes. But the fact is, it's also been how you view those so-called mistakes or failures. You see, that, well, it was a learning curve. As long as you can look back at them and say, you know what, this is what I've learned, this is what I've learned, and this is what I can do differently the next time. Um, I don't think one should ever give up. No matter, you know, but you also get a little bit more emotionally intelligent. You get a bit more mature when, hopefully, with age, a bit more mature, and you will be a little bit more careful but not stop creating.
0: Yeah, very much. Well, are we're about halfway through the show, so I want, I want to take a quick break, and I do want to invite listeners, if you would like to call in with any questions, you can call in at 619-789-4359 for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free to pose them there. And then then when we come back from break, Lane, I want to kind of move from the the seven different types of creative to the building blocks of creativity, okay? Everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest joining us from South Africa is Leen Pogetier. Uh, Lean is uh, here talking to us about creativity. For more information, you can visit her website, which is leenpogetier.co.za. Let me spell that for you. It's L-I-E-N-P-O-T-G-I-E-T-E-R.co.za. Uh, for more, yeah, there we go. So lean, we're back.
1: I'm, um, I'm yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So
0: now that we've gone through and identified the, you know, the different types, first of all, recognizing creativity is much bigger than the artistic, uh, expression of creativity. Um, and then we talked about the different types of creative, uh, creative people. So let's talk about uh, building blocks. You, you've identified through your work um, seven building blocks to creativity. So can we go through and, and talk about those?
1: Yes, absolutely. So the first one is your physical environment. The physical environment has a huge impact on how creative you are. And when I say physical environment, I mean the noises or the sounds in your environment. I talk about the light, the quality of light. Do you use electric light, or do do you sit by a window where there's natural sunlight? Um, Also, uh, fragrances or odors affect our um, frequency, actually. Um, So it can be a stressor. So if if there's something that doesn't smell nice, I'm I'm particularly sensitive to smell. So if I smell something that doesn't smell so good, um, I can't focus, and I can't be productive or creative. And the other thing that has a huge impact on in the physical environment is the color. So if you have the color of your heart, what I call the color of your heart, the color that really makes you happy, makes you smile, and you can just look up it and stare at it, whether it's a lamp, whether it's on your wall, whether you wear it, and you look at that color for a moment, um, you, you get inspiration from that. Um, then the other thing on a physical level is definitely um, what you eat. So healthy food, is, you know, feeds the brain, um, and that makes you more creative. And then also sleep and exercise. So that's the first building block of creativity is the physical environment, then also including your physicality, your body. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, the with with, the... with that well, – before we go into the second
0: one, with the physical yeah. environment, so it it's important, I think, for people to recognize that it is um, – what is conducive to creativity for the individual is unique. Like, for example, um, you know, when you, when you talked about noise, you know, for some people, they, you know, need silence in order to be, to tap into their creativity, Or some people like maybe some younger, you know, people need to have that, you know, music in the background or, you know, some kind of, you know, stuff going on. Um, that feeds hmm. their creativity, right? So so it's really unique to the individual.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's a very good point. And I think that again then boils down to how well do I know myself? How self aware am I? And and, and and especially now that people are working from home is to create that your home environment or if you have your small desk in your space and this is now your workspace, make that comfortable for yourself. Make that that it's a productive space, that it's almost like a sacred space where I know this is where I am going to work. And I think it's, we're fortunate in that way where we don't have to maybe go to a very gray corporate office block. You know, we can actually bring in the yeah. things that make us happy into our workspace. So yeah, it's a very personal thing, as you say, but then again, it starts with that self-awareness and that observation skills.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very important. And in and, and mm-hmm. one way to kind of tap into that is just just be aware of when yes. you're your most productive.
1: <laughs> when, yes, when you're,
0: you're most productive, yeah, that kind of <laughs> that that gives yes. you clues.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely, and you can be like a morning person or a night owl. That's also something that you can take into consideration.
0: Yeah, very much so. Okay, great. Okay, so physical and yeah. envi- physical environment in many cases. Are, um, is something that we can control. And right? Absolutely. So that, I mean, yeah, so we have really the ability to um, set ourselves up for mm. being creative.
1: Absolutely. And I think when, once you've done that, the others become a lot more easier, actually. You will see now the other building blocks. And um, so your physical space is like that first thing that you see and that you feel and that you do now experience with your senses. And like you say, we have been the creative power to set set it up the way we like it. That makes us happy and productive and creative.
0: Yeah, very much. Okay, great. So number one is physical environment. Number two, what's the second building block?
1: The second building block is our emotions or our mood. So uh, science and research have shown that you cannot be creative if you are constantly in a bad mood. Um, I'm not going to to promote, uh, you know, fake positivity. Um, We do have, we are human. We do have our down days, our days when we don't feel that well. But become aware and again awareness and observe your mood before you start working and see what state are you in at this moment. And if you're not in such a good state at the moment or you don't feel like doing this, what you can do to change that, or maybe just take a break and say, Okay, let me walk around, let me drink a, a glass of water or something, and come back to, to, to what I need to do now. So, um, although anger and frustration could also help us um, to create, um, a good, stable mood is essential for, for creativity. The, 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 the other side of that is that when we are in a bad mood, we tend to put all that energy into into the negativity, not even trying to solve the problem. We are just negative. We just don't feel like anything. Mm. Instead of saying, you know what, I can channel my emotional energy into be, be, being creative.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's important. And like you say, you know, sometimes, you know, anger, you know, can lead to creativity or, or problems you know, that we encounter can, you know, lead to creative solutions. Um, mm. But, um, yeah, I, I've noticed that, you know, when highly charged, you know, that, that sometimes it that that in itself will block um, creative flow.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, you have to check in with your needs. You have to check in with your um, especially when you feel that block, as you said now. If you feel that you are blocked, that maybe you can't write, or maybe you can't work, or maybe you're distracted. Check in with your emotions and see maybe something upset you when you woke up, or maybe you had a bad dream, or whatever it is. It's just check in with yourself to see where the, that feeling comes from, and whether you can adapt creatively to that situation or that feeling.
0: Yeah, great. Okay, so the second building block was emotions. So what What about number three?
1: Okay, so as you know, in traditional terms, uh, they said the right brain people were the creative people, um, and, the, and the emotions are very much right brain, but we actually need both sides of the brain to be creative, so the left side as well. And this is now where you have to also think. You have to have a mindset to be creative. So you can't just create some emotions alone or not. You have to bring in your, your intelligence, you know, your IQ. Not that that really matters when it comes to creativity, but you have to think about things as well. Um, and then you also have to analyze. And then that the need that I am created is very important. But I think one of the other things about the, the mind as a building block is that you have to give your mind a break as well. You can't just sit in front of your computer and trying to solve this problem and the answer does not come your creativity can be blocked on a mental level because you're actually mentally exhausted. Um, And and Mm -hmm. it often happens that you've been trying to come up with a solution for a problem, and once you say, you know what, I'm just going to take a break, and I'll come back to this. In that moment, when you give your mind a break and you do something different, that doesn't doesn't need a lot of um, intelligence or creative mind power, the inspiration comes and the solution comes. So it's very important to say that I need that mental break and that's the third building block is the mindset and what I believe and what I think so that, okay, I, when I'm blocked in that, um, on that level, let me take the break. So the third building block in our creativity is that belief and that mindset and the, uh, the creative intelligence.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's very important cuz I mean just just like um beliefs are really the to me, from my point of view our our belief system is the the basis of of you know so much of what we do. I mean we mm-hmm. basically what everything that we do is based on our belief system. And, and um in, and uh you know if if we um, don't believe, you know, that we have uh, the ability, you know, to, to be creative or to problem solve, then, then that's going to be manifested outward.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So once again, that, that belief that we, you are creative, it all sorts of that. And I think also a good example is that whether you see, like sometimes our, our, um, our caregivers and our experiences shape us and shape how we think and what we believe. And then you can recognize that maybe I have produced this for the wrong reasons or it's not true for me anymore. Once again, there's that creative adaptability on a mental level. For example, I, seem to be quite, I used to be quite like, in a way, negative person. I would see the glass half, half empty. And now mm. I catch myself so that, hey, that's not necessary. It's not true. It's based on maybe the past. But you can change that. You can adapt and say, you know what, let me rather see the glass hall too And and as you say, the, the manifestation of that is a completely different outcome. And it's just that when you see things and believe things in a different way, the outcome is also completely different.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and beliefs – can be a, a real challenge. Changing beliefs can be a real challenge because so, <laughs> some of them are really ingrained, you know, from from long, uh, from much experience, you know, and, and it seems that, uh, and, and, you know, when you we went back to the very opening of when we were talking about the importance of awareness and observation, you know, so many of those beliefs uh, were formed from, you know, our, our limited experience and our, our observations were really, um painted in a way you know from just from uh what we knew like for example i'm what I'm thinking about is you know beliefs that we that were established when we were children you know that um you know that that uh, get reinforced throughout the years and 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 that it's you know sometimes you know from a child's perspective what one says or does is very different from what an adult you know
1: mm-hmm. awareness is about. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I, I think, Joe, Once again, I should say the awareness of is this true for me? Can I maybe change my path or my belief system, or do things differently, differently? Uh, you know, we also have to play a little bit more. I think. So you know what? I'm going to play a little yeah. bit today. Like I'm going to be a little bit different than I, than I am usually, and see what the outcome is. And I think that's a, a, a great way to test the water in a way. You know. Um, the small changes. And yeah. um, one of the things that I always say just change. For example, on a physical level, just change your room around, um, and and hang your pictures on a different wall, or change the pictures around, and already you are unblocking some energy there just by taking that action.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much. And, and you know, when, when you were talking about you know creativity in the workplace, you know the um, and fun. You know, it, it just reminds me of some of the big Tech companies, who whose corporate um, uh, culture, you know, includes play or, or includes light lightness that um, many yes. corporate cultures don't, um, but yes. that that I think then predisposes you know those to be more creative.
1: Yeah, mm, I, I absolutely see because we need that. We need that that light. Like... And, and joy, and and that's part of who we are. That's our nature. Um, so yeah, we definitely have to play more, and that's very much a, a thing about a, a building block as well. In that, you know, sort of color now in the in the yellow space, or in that the the third building block is that well, mindset about playing and just enjoying yourself without taking everything so seriously and wanting a perfect outcome. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree. Okay, so how about the, the next? building block, number,
1: number four here. And um, it, it is actually how to get out of maybe the third building block if you are a bit mentally stuck or uh, stuck in your belief is to become curious. So the third, uh, the fourth building block about creativity is to be curious, to ask questions, to become interested in things that you've never been interested before. So for example, if you, you, you don't like for example, or you've never thought about flowers or trees or some kind of insect or animal, tell yourself, even if you're not interested at this moment, tell yourself, you know what, let me explore this. Let me learn more about this. Because in that journey, in that learning phase, it's amazing what will come up. Maybe at the end you won't know much more about flowers than when you started, but something else and something on that journey will have triggered your curiosity then more. So I always say, just pick anything, anything. Or just read a different magazine that you never read. Or watch a TV program that you've never watched before. Like, I don't like action movies. Um, But sometimes I actually force myself to see and watch them and see maybe there's something I can learn. So I think there's there's always something you have to stay curious. Don't think you know everything. Or that nothing new can be exciting or interesting. You have to always ask that question and, and, and delve a little bit deeper in our and, and stay curious.
0: Yeah. You know, when when um, we, we talk about this, you, I, the the thing that comes to my mind is the when children go through their why phase. why this, why this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: why is the sky blue, <laughs> why, is, why is the grass green, you know? And, um, you know, I, I think that's the, one of the, you know, for anyone who's a parent who has been around young children of that age, um, that is, uh, I think, the best expression of curiosity.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I never stop the why. I mean, it drives me crazy. I have a five-year-old. <laughs> I try to stay with his thinking and, and see maybe I can learn something from all the why. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Ask, ask the question. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, see, and, and the thing with that is, you know, I mean, you know, as a parent, it can get to be, you know, a, a little uh, tedious. Um, but what I think what happens is is that um, it it uh, spurs the the parent to become curious. You know, I mean, like, you know, when I mean to me that you know the Type of sky, why is the sky blue? You know, and, and if a parent really doesn't know, I mean, you know, they're going to want to give the kid the right answer usually. You know, so Ooh. you know that'll spur curiosity. So it seems like that by being curious or being around curious people, that it is something that um, can spark that in you. If, if, if by nature you're not a curious person.
1: Absolutely, and I think that's a very good point that you've made, Robert. It's uh, one of the ways that we can become more creative. It's also to spend time with people who are not the same as us, you know. um, Maybe they speak a different language. Maybe they're a lot younger or a lot older. Maybe they're from a different country, uh, a different culture. And and when you ask those questions, and and, and that also, of course, the outcome of that is interesting, where we like, oh, my goodness, I never knew that. Now I understand why some people do this or not that or whatever. So, and that, yes, absolutely. Spend time with people that you really normally spend time with. Um, and, and I'll ask those questions in a, in a nice way. <laughs> uh, but that's one thing that I also like to do is I always like to find new interesting people and, and learn from them. So
0: that's a very, very practical way of becoming more creative. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I do that twice a Mm. week. (laughs) That's
0: lovely. Yeah, but I mean, but I have learned so much. And it has Mm. many times. It has has really um, spurred me on to explore different topics that I would never have thought about um, in more detail.
1: Absolutely. And so, yeah, yeah. So, the fourth one is in curiosity. The fourth building block is curiosity, stay curious. And then the fifth one is that expression that we spoke of earlier. You have to get an outlet for your creativity. Like I say, whether you dye your hair, things, you wear your clothes, you write, whatever, so you have to... And find that outlet. So if you if you don't have an outlet, like you can't express your creativity, that's that will block it. So that's definitely a boring block. Is to find that one thing that you can, even if it's not in your job or maybe not in your relationship, but that one thing which is truly be in yourself and and express that that true self.
0: Yeah, boy. Um, you know that, and and to express without self-judgment or the judgment of others, you know, because, you know, uh, because that, you know, that expression can be, you know, um, like, like now nah, I'm, I'm one of the old far- so you know, sometimes, you know, um, some of the the younger folks with piercings, you know, all over the place, you know, I just like, well, you know, I just, for me, it's, you know, I, besides being a, you know, not, particularly find a pain, you know, I, to me, it's just a, it's a very curious thing, you know, and, and um, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, but it, it's one of those, one of those things that, you know, again, it's not something that I would do, but I'm, I'm curious as to why someone else would do that. You know, what, what was the motivation mm-hmm. behind that? What, what does it do? You know, so, um, you know, that particular outlet, that kind of, um, creativity for some folks, even more um, you know, straight-laced than me, would find that offensive, or, or you know, mm-hmm. would, would turn away from that, you know. And so, mm-hmm. um, so it's important to, to allow those people to do that if they want, but continue to express yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely, and and like you said, uh, judgment. I mean, judgment is, is outdated. We all we all have a place in the sun, um, and and let people just let live and let live. As long as it's, uh, they're not hurting others, you know, they, they, right. a, they can express themselves in any which way.
0: Yeah, great. So make sure you have that outlet for creativity, That, that be, be able yep. to express it. Uh, for number five, what about six?
1: Okay, so number six is that six thing, that intuition. And I believe it's absolutely real. So you have to as part of becoming more creative and a building block of creativity is use your – and trust your um, your intuition, your sixth thing. So when you get that idea that comes from nowhere or when you get that sense of knowing that this is what it is, or this is right, or this – maybe this will work, I think trust that because a lot of us, to just discard it and say, "Ah, oh, you know, where does this come from? There is no such thing as intuition because we can't prove it scientifically. Um, and I think that's very much true, especially for women, I think, in the corporate world, where sometimes we just know things in a meeting, we just know or get a feeling about something, and we are almost not allowed to say that we, we know this because we can't prove it. There's no rationality yeah. behind it. But you have to trust your intuition. That's basically
0: a building block of creativity. Yeah, yeah, that's that's real important. And, and you know, the the one thing for me when when it came time to um, better understand my intuition or to be kind of pay attention to it, um, it was those off the wall, for you know, out of nowhere kind of um, thoughts. That um, made me pay attention, you know. And so, I mean, it was, it was kind of like, you know, if uh, whoever whoever was providing that the whatever the source of that, you know, and who would have mm-hmm. hit, knew better that that if they wanted to get my attention, it had better be off the wall. It had better be different, you know, because <laughs> otherwise, for me, for me, you know, I might not listen. I mean, I, I made mistakes. An intuitive sense for just internal, you know, thought or internal monkey chatter. You know what I'm saying? Th- that mm. that is, um, so, so I mean, to me, there's a, there's a difference between the two.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. And I think now, if you trust your intuition, then you can bring in the other stuff. You can bring in your curiosity without shutting it down and out, out judging it okay, that's what an intuition or kind of like you say, you don't know where it comes from, you don't know the source, but you have that idea. Then you can go back to becoming curious about it and then you can go back to the mental, kind of, uh, mental uh, part of creativity and then ana- um, analyze it and look a little bit deeper on a mental or on a more rational intellectual level to see if, hmm, you know, you never know, it could be true, maybe, uh, and, and and how you can experience Great that so that people understand. So you can see all those building blocks can fall into place, and you can use all of those building blocks yeah. to bring this idea or this intuition into reality.
0: Yeah, exactly. And since we're kind of mm-hmm. kind of getting low here on time, number seven, what, was, what mm-hmm. would be number seven?
1: Okay, so this is a, a, a very nice one. Daydreaming dreaming or dreaming. Um, the guy who invented the CD, and I see these are now a little bit old-fashioned. The guy who invented the CD dreams about it the night before. So wh- while you're sleeping, dream and um, keep a dream diary next to your bed, but also daydreaming and just um, fantasizing and, and uh, you know, thinking a little bit further and into the future and maybe just, like I said, fantasize about what it could be or what you want to be or where you want to be. And we have to allow ourselves to do that. Also with the busyness, say, so you know what, it is okay to sit for two, three, five, ten minutes, and do nothing, and
0: just dream. Yeah, yeah, no. That daydreaming is one of those things where, um, you know, long that that as children, I think children are often um, uh, deterred from daydreaming. That that it's you know that's something that is is, it's looked at as a lack of focus, you know, versus
1: you
0: know. Flights
1: of fancy. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely, and, and I think we we must allow ourselves and our children. It's okay. It's okay to just be. We don't always have to do or think or feel. We can just be in the moment.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, these are all wonderful um, bits of information to help people identify their creative style and, and, and how to create their uh, increase their creative intelligence. Now, um, I, I want to spend the last the last few minutes that we have talking about you, and uh, what you can <laughs> offer um, our, our listeners. So now I understand you're a color therapist. So um, mm. tell us some, some of the services that you offer, you could offer listeners.
1: Okay, so first of all I have that really uh, uh, like uh, quirky <laughs> uh, creative, uh, creative quiz to, to determine your creative style or your creative type and that's free on my website. But then I also do a creative adaptability assessment and that tells me or you, um, my client, um, what are the old or outdated emotions and thoughts you believe that is keeping you, that are keeping you stuck and how you can overcome that. So that's a creative adaptability assessment. And for that, I use color. I ask you to pick from a range of colors. You put it in a specific position and order. And according to that, I then interpret and translate those colors into emotions, uh, beliefs, thoughts, also physical stuff because it's a very holistic kind of assessment. So how does your your emotions and your your thoughts affect your physicality, um, and then we also look at your your gifts and your talents and your purpose, um, and your gifts from the universe in this lifetime, and um, that is the creative adaptability assessment. And then I've also created this um, creative leadership makeover plan, because I believe that creative leadership is the style of the the leadership style of the twenty first uh, century. Um, so this is an online course that I offer if you want to completely revamp your leadership style and um, change the way you do things, change the way you are for the greater good. So for me it's also very important to always keep the greater good, um, you know, always take that into account. So yeah, so you can explore the three quiz. Um, I would definitely recommend the Creative Adaptability Assessment with Color. Um, and then there's the creative makeover plan. I also have a, a journey, what I call the creative confidence journey, because I think a lot of people lack the confidence to create and to create the way the mm. life they want and design it. So I also have a, a lovely it's – all, it's all very beautiful. As I said, beauty is such a big part of creativity. a beautiful journey just to boost your creative confidence.
0: Great. Boy, those are – Wonderful things that you offer there f- from your website. Well, Lean, I want to thank you for your time today. This has really been a, a, a wonderful conversation and, and you know, kind of uh, given me new eyes when it comes to creativity. So now you are on Facebook and we, um, we're connected there. So uh, listeners, if uh, you want to connect with Lean on Facebook, do please do that. And you can also find her through, through if you're connected with me there. So, um, again, thank you for your time, Lean. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Robert. This is lovely
0: being on here. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Again, everyone, today my special guest from South Africa has been Lean um, Pugetier. I, I, I know I always butcher that, but anyway, Lean's website for for those of you listening is l i e n p o t g i e t e r dot c o dot z a. Um, and you can uh, reach her through her website or again if you're on Facebook uh, you can uh, reach us both there so everyone I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show and until we meet again thank you for tuning in you've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show remember our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio iTunes, TuneIn and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at ByteRadio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Radio Me. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.